welcome to episode four of Let's Catch Up. This week, there's a lot going on, but I think we should start by discussing the video of the Lakers dancers with Gronk and James Corden. I'm so confused by this. First of all, I'm confused by why James Corden is in literally everything. He was in Ocean's 8, and now he's going to be in Cats, which Lord knows I need to discuss. Um, And he was in that other movie, Peter Rabbit, right? He was in a cartoon. Like, it's just, you host a late night show. Like, you don't see Jimmy Kimmel hawking, hawking, well, I was going to say hawking it up with the Clippers, but then it would make more sense for him to be dancing with the Hawks. But who wants to do that cross-continent trek to dance at halftime? Uh, Jimmy Fallon is not starring in an Oceans film or the Ghostbusters remake. I never saw that. He actually might be in it. I have no idea. But... Um, oh, other things. Love Island Australia is on Hulu, so I haven't really been socializing as of late. Uh, one of the guys said that he was a misogynist, which means that he loves girls. And one of the women ha- was literally like, oh, sweetie, I think you're using the wrong word. And that is why I watched that show. Also, award season is upon us, and I'm amped. Something to keep us warm through the winter months. The Golden Globes. Let's catch up. apologize for just yelling I felt like I just yelled let's catch up I mean it in the nicest way let's just like get ourselves a piece of cake split it or maybe each have our own and actually catch up on things there's only one thing to catch up on I'm just kidding there's plenty but the demise of the first generation of keeping up with the Kardashians is upon us Courtney is leaving the show I paused for your reaction. If you watch the show, you're thinking, Megan, she's the least interesting to look at. Surely we won't miss her. And to that, I would say, Kimberly, how did you get my phone number? And also, how is Houston? It's yet to be decided how she's leaving, whether it's just entirely like she won't even be in the promo or whatever, where they all wear like black and white. I don't know. I haven't watched the show in so long. Or she'll just be around significantly less. She's got that weird business poosh to run. But whether or not it's in its entirety, the best part of this is what Chloe said when she was asked about Courtney leaving. This is a this is a quote. I'm not making this up. She said, we definitely love Courtney and we will miss Courtney and whatever she decides to do. But people come, people go all the time in this family. We feel like it's a revolving door. So Courtney might leave this week. She'll be back. They all come back. That is one of the wildest things I've ever heard someone say about a family member that they claim to be close to. That is how businesses speak. Now, if you were not here, well, you're not here, but if you had a camera, you would catch my side eye when I said that. Because I don't, I don't understand that. That's how businesses talk. Or the fact that she said people come, people go all the time in this family. That's so dark. Is she talking about like Lamar or Rob or Chris Humphreys? Like who is she referring to? Surely not Scott. Can't get rid of him. Anyway, given that one of the big three, big three. It's a crossover you didn't see coming, did you? This is us and the Kardashians. Anyway, given that one of them is leaving the show, I say um, we look at, at some of the important things that Courtney has brought to the show. Um, if this was like an E.G. Hollywood story, there'd be like a montage. Also, those are back, by the way. The best thing to do on a Saturday afternoon when you were 13 was to learn about Kurt Cobain. Um, Courtney's said, been known to say things like, oh my god, get over yourself. It's the monotone. That's how she delivers it that makes it so good. Uh, I 
distinctly remember a scene where she was on the phone and she said, I'm done with this conversation. You've been talking for too long and hung up, which is something we should all probably take into our careers. I'm sure that'll go well. Uh, Her water broke with her first child and she began putting on makeup because she's a legend, but obviously the most infamous of them all, the creme de la creme. Cut to Bora Bora 2011. Kimberly is flailing around in the clear blue waters. She's screaming. She's crying. Chris Humphreys realizes that this is the beginning of the end. He's unexpectedly tossed Kimberly into the ocean, and a $75,000 pair of diamond earrings has gone missing, popped right out of her little Armenian earlobes. They've sunk to the bottom of the ocean. They'll never be found. And without missing a beat, Courtney from beyond screams, Kim, there are people dying. And scene. You couldn't write it better if you tried. Oh, Courtney, you will be missed. And so will Mason and Penelope. And the third one whose name I can never remember. But the most important question is, does this mean Scott is not on the show any longer? Does this mean they have to cancel Flip It with Disick or whatever that show is called that Chris is definitely cashing in on? I don't know the plot of the show, but I have to assume it's a show where Scott takes his child bride to various homes and then they go to One Oak. Also speaking of the Kardashians, I'm sure everyone knows this, but Kylie just sold 51% of her company for $600 million. So if you need me, I'll be mixing up lip glosses like I tried to do in elementary school and failed. Also, shout out to her for selling 51% of that company because she said, y'all decide. Okay, this next story is definitely judging a book by its pilot, but I watched the first episode of Dollface on Hulu. It stars Kat Dennings of Two Broke Girls fame, and I will say this right out of the gate, the premise of the show is funny, and it's true. Everyone knows a girl who got out of a relationship after like five years and needed help readjusting and she's like, when did this happen? Since when do y'all hang out? What's your name again? And you're like, well, Stacy, you've been so busy breathing only Grant's air for the last four years that we decided to keep living without you. Is that okay? Did I get too real? Sorry. The pilot um, starts with her being dumped. Like literally no spoilers. I wasn't even a minute in she gets dumped. And then she literally says, like, these huevos rancheros are good, and the boyfriend dumps her. Then she gets on this, like, cat lady mega bus. And I was like, this is weird, but it's funny. And then they make a jab about guys, girls, which I did not love. I, like, don't consider myself a guys, girl, but as someone who enjoys football and beer, my female friendships are also very high on my list of favorite things. So, like, let's not perpetuate these archetypes. I didn't think that's what we were doing in the year of our Lord, 2019. But I am very curious to know if the show was written by, well, the show was obviously written by a woman. (laughs) But whether or not it was written by the woman who was in a relationship and had to rejoin society, or the friend who experienced the return of said adjusting friend in her life, I will continue watching this because, again, like I enjoy shows about friends, but I'm a little nervous about whether there's like any real substance or it's just going to be, it's like this weird. 
I don't know, she like gets dumped off by the bus and the voice overhead is like an airport, but she's saying like, please collect your emotional baggage. This is for women who've been recently dumped. Like it's going to be fan fantasy-ish, I guess. We'll see how it goes. I think Cat Dennings is so funny, so I'll probably keep watching. My standards are so low. If there's nothing you'll learn about me, it's that. Grammy noms are here. Grammy noms are here. Grammy. Clearly not nominated, um, but award season is upon us. Sunday, January 26th, Alicia Keys is hosting it airs on CBS, so I will probably never see it because of that paywall, baby. Um, but yay, Grammys. Okay, so let's break some things down based almost solely on my opinions. I'll give you a couple facts. Sprinkle with some opinions because this isn't, um, I don't know, NBC. I don't have to be unbiased. Lizzo has eight nominations as God intended. Uh, some of them record of the year for Truth Hurts, which is ironic given the amount of time Truth Hurts has been out. Album of the year for Cause I Love You. Best new artist, also ironic. Best best new artist is always such a strange category to me because I'm like, do y'all really want the best new artist for this year? No. Best solo pop performer for Truth Hurts. Best traditional R&B performance for Jerome, a.k.a. the song of a thousand cell phone lights. So that's fun. Billie Eilish and Lil Nas X are both nominated for six. And Billie's brother Phineas is nominated. So that's kind of fun. Thanksgiving will probably be a lot more fun at their house than like all the ones that are talking about impeachment and stuff. Also saw Lily. Lily. All right. Never mind. I don't even deserve to do that brag. Um, Michelle Obama is nominated for the reading of Becoming, which is giving me so much life. Could you imagine if she won a Grammy? Like, yeah, Barack, you may have been president, but I have a Grammy. Uh, speaking of couples who have to bestow all of their awards, John Legend is nominated for some more Grammys, so they'll probably need to build more shelves. Mayor Morris and Brandi Carlisle are nominated for Common, which I kind of hope they perform because that's some like very beautiful 2020 sentiment we could use. A little shocked and bummed that Marin's album wasn't nominated its entirety, though. I get confused sometimes with like awards calendars and whether or not music came out at the right time. But I did some research and it definitely was in like the correct time also someone's gonna be like Megan that album came out in June I'm gonna go <laughs> um speaking of very confusing musical album calendar situations a star is born is such a mess when it comes to this like I have tried to figure it out and I cannot so more things were nominated this year but shallow won last year um so they only are nominated for always remember us this way this year but the album wasn't. The album, or Shallow, is I can't even explain it without getting confused. Shallow is nominated this year for video compilation or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like a little bummed for two reasons. Like one, obviously the soundtrack is beautiful and incredible. And two, if they won, Bradley Cooper would have to stand up and pee his pants on stage because those are the rules. And the Recording Academy took that away from us, and that's on them. That's on them.
Okay, here are some questions I'm asking this week. And this one's, well, I guess the question isn't begrudgingly, but why are we paying attention to who Pete Davidson is dating? Because she's 18? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Um, The man who gave us thank you next. I'm just kidding. What if I gave him credit for thank you next? He wishes. Um, He's on to his next celebrity daughter. So he's currently dating Kaya Gerber, daughter of the Pepsi supermodel Cindy Crawford. She's a fresh 18. So that makes me unhappy. Look it up. I'm not making it up. Fresh. New. Uh, prior to her, he was dating Margaret, Margaret, oh boy, Margaret Qualley. And I didn't know whose daughter she was either until Andy McDowell herself made a statement about they had, about how they had a sweet relationship. And I got secondhand embarrassment and yelled mom at my phone. It didn't last long. And I, and I don't want to blame it on Andy McDowell, but you have to wonder, right? Margaret is a trained ballerina and is genetically predisposed to have great hair, so she does not need Pete Davidson, but I assume Sailor Brinkley of recent Dancing with the Stars fame will be next. Is that rude of me? This will be the, the question that gets me like haters, which you haven't made it until you have some. Um... And before I say this, I just want everyone to know that I did enjoy Wizards of Waverly Place. But why is Selena Gomez as famous as she is? Hmm? Anybody got an answer? Okay, my question stems from this latest drama. I don't dislike Selena Gomez for the record. I think she's fine. I just like, I'm like not going to pay to go see her live. You know what I mean? But my question does not stem from her most recent singles that were released that I did enjoy, but from this drama, and I'm using air quotes, with Bella Hadid on Instagram. Honestly, if you don't know about this, skip this section. <laughs> because once I found out about it, I couldn't stop diving in deeper. It's it's like a, a car wreck. Like, you just can't look away. It's bizarre. It makes no sense. But somehow, Selena comes out of it looking like a poor abandoned puppy. But honestly, y'all, I think she was being kind of messy. So the background, oh, if you don't know, I apologize. Okay, so Bella, I'm gonna like go through this so quickly because even I'm upset by it. Bella Hadid was dating her boyfriend Abel, more popularly known as The Weeknd, in 2015. Um, just so you know, in my notes, I did spell weekend properly. Like I spelled it with the, with the, what is missing normally? I don't even know. He takes the letter out, but like, I can't get involved with that. I'm too old for that. So they started dating in 2015. It was on and off. 2017, they break up. He starts dating Selena Gomez. The girls stopped following each other on Instagram. It was to quote Selena's BFF, bad blood. <laughs> I'll see myself out. But um, Selena and The Weeknd broke up, but not too much longer. They, um, Abel and, but I'm calling him Abel, like we're like good friends and I have his phone number, but they were seen out together, but everyone was saying they were just friends, including like their people. And then this is where I begin speculating based on facts, but it's speculating nonetheless. 2019, Selena releases two new songs, and for a week, it's all we talk about, and it's all we hum, and we're like, did you hear Selena's new music? Did you? I like this one. I don't like this one. Uh, nah, 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 nah. And then we stop, because that's kind of the effect her music has on me, except for a couple of bops from that album where she's wrapped up like a contortionist on the front. Then she gets on Instagram, and she follows Bella, because she knows that there's someone crazy out there who's going to notice that she followed her, and everyone's like, what? Bella doesn't follow her back. 
Selena comments, stunning, with a heart eye emoji on one of Bella's photos. And in the comments by Celeb's era we exist in, I don't believe she was just being casual and telling Bella that she looks stunning, because Bella's a model, and she knows. Then some fan account, which those are something else that we have to talk about at another time, posts that Selena commented, and then Bella deleted the entire post that Selena commented on. And this account takes a screen grab of it, and Selena comments on this account and says, that sucks, with a teary eye emoji. Because ma'am, it doesn't matter. I don't think she deleted this whole photo of her bomb jawline because of your comment. I, I Also, the fact that she was like commenting on this fan account and saying, this sucks. Okay, so it turns out the rational world was all correct, and she just deleted it because she didn't like the photo, which, you know, celebrities are just like us. Selena just, like, she gets all up in it, you know? And it's like, she's coming down that spiral staircase at the sandwich shop on Waverly Place just looking for something to comment on. This is a quick one. I'm not even sure why I'm asking, but there's an American Influencer Association. They call themselves AIA. That makes sense. I understand acronyms. That is the question, though. What do y'all need that you don't already have? Between your free home chefs and your free makeup palettes and your invites to Paula Abdul's show in Vegas, which is the thing I'm most jealous on, now you need to all gather together and give out awards to one another? So here's what I'm thinking. Currently, it's free to join, so we should all sign up because the membership makes you eligible to be nominated for an award. And how freaking hilarious would it be if a normal person showed up to these awards? I mean, there's so many questions, though. If you have the answers, please let me know. What is this? What is its purpose? Why is it happening? How long will it last? Some those are like the same questions people are asking about this podcast. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian showed up there, though. She was at their award show. So either they're paying big bucks or they're legit, one or the other. Hello and hi, and what are we watching this week? First thing, Romeo Beckham. You you know who I'm talking about. He shared the best little video of him and his mom dancing to Spice Up Your Life. Now, I just said, quote, the best little video, so I'm ancient, but it's on TikTok. I did not watch it there because I don't, I don't understand TikTok. Like, it's just Vine, right? But you can lip sync. I don't know. You can probably watch it on YouTube or something. I saw it on Instagram, but find a platform that mid-20s women have access to and watch it because it's actually really sweet. They're like in their kitchen or whatever. It's adorable. Shout out to my readers. Just kidding. That's literally awful. Anyway, if you read Daisy Jones and the Six, which I recommend, this is a book podcast now, um, stay educated. Educated was also a very good book, just FYI. It's one of the best I've read maybe ever in my life. I really highly recommend it. But Daisy Jones and the Six, very good. Reese Witherspoon is producing it because Reese Witherspoon will sink her claws into anything, honestly. She seems so, she seems like spread very thin, right? Like, I mean, she's like TikToking with her kids, and then she's on the morning show, and she's producing all these things, and then she has that show on Netflix where she's just like interviewing women. 
Anyway, this she's turning this into an Amazon Prime series, and the girl that's playing Daisy Jones is Riley Keough, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. She's Elvis's granddaughter. I am very into that. I will be watching. It's on Amazon, so like obviously I was gonna watch it because I'll try anything on Amazon. Five stars. But yeah, I'm kind of into it. I have no idea when it's coming out, to be completely honest with you. It might not come out until 2030. I have no idea. Okay, well, I guess we have to discuss it. I don't know why I waited until the very end of the episode, and this is the last thing everyone's going to hear. But there's another Cats trailer that's out. Um, I just started tearing up. I'm not even joking. I don't know. what. I think I might have held my breath too long. I don't think it's a reaction to these people dressed up as cats, but it might be. I would love it if this stayed in 2019. Like, I am very confident that we as a society can do better than this in 2020. At one point in the trailer, Judy Dinch says, I judge a cat by its soul. So I guess she's never judged a cat because cats don't have souls. Thank you very much. Everyone looks very creepy, but we already knew that based on the first one. James Corden is in this because he's in everything. I'm going to be honest, though. Idris Elba does not look bad. I said it. He still looks good as a cat. And I don't even really care for cats. It's very confusing. Um, and the girl that's a ballerina is obviously very talented. So I, I would love to watch her dance, but like perhaps not with fur on her face. Uh, but at the end of the trailer, James Corden is first billed over Judy Dench. And I'm very confused. Dame Judy Dench. I love carpool karaoke as much as the next girl, but get out of here. If you watch this movie, first of all, if your family goes and sees this movie on Christmas, send, get a life alert and get out of there. Second of all, if you go see it, please do let me know because I will never go see this. I just won't, but I would love to know how it is, both as someone, if you know about cats and you go see it, let me know. And if you don't know about cats and you just want to like see Taylor Swift, let me know because I'm fascinated. Okay, that's it for this episode, I think. Probably. Okay, we made it to the end. Honestly, if you made it through that Bella Hadid, Selena Gomez drama, and me ranting about a movie musical, you are a hero and you deserve all the good things. Next week, I'm very excited. I'm gonna have a guest, which is bizarre but necessary because otherwise it's just me talking to myself um but yeah thank you so much i guess this is the part where i say like subscribe rate review tell your friends tell your enemies honestly what a great way to tell someone that you don't like like be like oh i've been listening to this podcast i love it and you hate this but tell them okay well anyway Thanks for making it this far. Love you all, especially Lizzo and those Grammy noms. I also love Casey Wilson and Tracy Ellis Ross. Go dogs.